Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Josh York, founder and CEO of Gym Guys, and I want you to learn how to build professional connections. You should be listening to Build Your Network podcast with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place because this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Network. Today, I'm sitting down with Josh York. From his parents' dining room to an international brand, Jim Guy's founder, CEO, Josh York is in really just the perfect example of an American dream come true. 12 years ago, he was sitting at his parents' dining room table, hammering out the idea that would eventually become Gym Guys, which is a mobile in-home fitness training provider, which today boasts 251 locations across 30 states and three countries. Guys, I can't wait for you to listen in on this conversation that I have with Josh. But first, if you are a six, seven-figure entrepreneur and you understand the power of podcasting and what it can do for your brand and for your credibility, your authority, for your revenue, for your relationships... Uh, but you just don't have the time or the team of resources to figure it out. Let me and my team build that for you. Head over to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. That's travischapel.com slash make my podcast. There's a quick application there. And uh, we'll jump on a phone call, see if we are a good fit for us to build a show for you. That way you can focus on what you're good at, which is servicing your clients. We can focus on what we're good at, which is building chart-topping world-class podcasts. That's travischapel.com slash make my podcast. Josh, what's up, my man? Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Travis, how are you, my friend? Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, do, doing well, man. Hanging in there. How about you guys? 
couldn't be better. Just changed my background to my office. That Sweet. virtual thing, I kind of screws up my head a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, everything's, everything's, everything's going well, man. Everything's going well. Awesome. Let's go ahead and jump in here, but a little bit of context for those listening. We kind of touched on it here in the introduction, but I want to spend some time talking about this. Um, so let's go back. Let's like rewind a lot. Okay. Even before gym guys was even an idea on a napkin and at a living at a dining room table. And let's go back to like 12, 13 year old Josh. Talk to me about what you were like back then. Like, you know, talk to me about school or parents, situations, sports. Like what was it? What was it for you as Josh York, 12, 13 years old? Absolutely. Well, I will tell you one thing. I was always very different. And I like to always say different equals successful, you know, like normal doesn't work. Average doesn't work. You know, people like to sometimes say to me, you're crazy. Like you're a little weird. Well, that really equals success. And that's very important to understand that. But I was always very different. Like I always, I always had to get things done first. I always had to be the first to get it done. I always, whether it was, you know, getting online to, for lunch or whether it was running out to recess, or I always had to be the first. And I used to just always do a lot of crazy things. Like I remember when I got into working out in fitness, uh, my uncle got me a birthday gift and he gave me, I don't know, I think it was like 50 bucks, whatever, 75 bucks. And I walked, <laughs> it was probably about three miles to the sporting goods store to buy some workout equipment. I had no one take me. I walked there, bought all of it. Like I'm talking like a lot of stuff. Like it was probably like 200 pounds of weight total with everything. And I walked it home, like not with a shopping <laughs> cart. Like I actually walked it home. Like, and I always tell that story because that shows drive. Like most people are not going to do things like that, but I literally walked. Oh my God. Oh my God. Put it down. Rested for a yeah. second. And, and literally, I remember it took me about three and a half, almost four hours to get home, which was really like a 15, not even 10, 10 minute car ride. But I would say I was always very different. And yeah. um, I like to always say successful people move faster, talk faster, get things done faster. And that was always me. So my, my, my DNA and my chemistry was always wired like that from sure. the early age. So with your DNA being like that, do you think that, do you think that it's something that other people who maybe don't have that in their DNA can foster and, and, you know, integrate into their lives or is it a DNA thing? No, you could a hundred, you listen, See, I always talk about mindset because that's very important, but it also kind of relates to this. Like you have two different, different types of mindsets. You have people who have fixed mindsets and people who have growth mindsets. And you always want to have a growth mindset. And at the end of the day, you can adapt and change, but it's all here, right? I always say everything is 80% mindset, 20% tactical, especially in the business world. You have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to believe. And your, your dreams and goals should be so big that it almost makes you scared a little bit mm. because most people back away from fear you need fear. You need it. Like when, when I know that, I, you know, something could be like, you know, and again, I'm a human being. I feel these, these, these emotions too, but my, I might, you know, maybe feel like, oh man, you know, this is a little scary. A little, I know I'm onto something because most people stop. Most people don't like to go the extra mile to cross the finish line. I like to always cross the finish line no matter what. See, going for the gold is something. Most people say, "Yeah, you know what? Silver's not bad. I'll settle for silver." You gotta, you gotta always go for the gold, always. Yeah. So, it, with that being the way that you were in in you know junior high, high school, and all those things, did, you know, did you did that apply to to sports or academics or any of those things? Like, were you super competitive in all of areas, or were there just like one or two that you were really focused on? I was a horrible student. Horrible. <laughs> when I tell you horrible, horrible. Athlete, out of control. Very good athlete. Very good athlete. Big hockey player. But I played other sports too in school. Um, but from the athletic side, fantastic. Yeah. School, no. It's just, you know, listen, I, um, I always say I dropped out in fifth grade 
I actually didn't. I graduated. I got my bachelor's degree, but I actually always say I dropped out in fifth grade. Um, I've had no interest in school. Never. It was something to me that, that actually, you know, got me excited. I was bored. I didn't see, look, my wife hates when I say this cause she's actually a teacher. So, you know, um, and she's not going to hear this, but see school really wires you the wrong way. And this is my, my opinion. Okay. So I'm not sure. saying it's a bad thing. Cause you know, look, doctors need to go to school. Sure. You know, lawyers need to go to school accounts. The, the schooling for, for, for some works. Mm-hmm. If you want to be an entrepreneur, it does not work because you know what? Me sitting in a class blowing, blowing into water bottles for sounds for music is not going to help me be successful. Talking about doing derivatives in a math class and calculus is not going to help you be successful. They should be teaching you like how to build relationships. This whole world, like right now we're doing this podcast, you and I are building a relationship. What does that mean? Well, that means that we could open up some doors and possibly do something else together, just like the rest of the world. That's how, that's how the world works because everything comes down to people, but school does not set you up for that. It sets you up to fail. Then you go to college and you're in so much debt. Why wouldn't you work for free for someone to have something that you want to do and just learn? Because yeah. that's how you're going to learn because I've made more mistakes and I actually have a dollar figure to how much I've, I've made in mistakes over the years. And I wouldn't change anything, anything. Why? Because making a mistake is a good thing. You have to be willing to learn and be okay with failing because that's how you adapt and you obviously learn and you move forward. People yeah. who make a mistake and do it over again are the ones that are going to continue to fail. Yeah, sure. Sure. So coming out of, you said you got your bachelor's degree. What'd you get your bachelor's in? In business. And I learned okay. absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, so wait, the teachers that uh, are getting paid a $60,000 salary didn't have much to teach you about business? It's so funny that you say that. I used to sit in class all the time, Travis, all the time. And I used to be like, like, I remember I took this business class and this guy's like, you know, I'm going to teach you how to be successful. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how much does this guy have in his bank account? Yes, exactly. Like, I really want to know what does he have in his bank account, what he's done. And I swear, true story. I'm on my cell phone one day. I was talking to a friend. I'm leaving class. I see the professor drive away literally in a beat up car. The door was literally uh, wrapped around with, with rope. Yeah. And after that day, I was like, this is crazy. Like I'm going <laughs> like, like that's, that's like me telling you, I can't really see, but it looks like you got a great head of hair. Um, that's like me telling you, Hey Travis, listen to me. And I'm going to tell you how to have a great head of hair. You're going to be like, <laughs> dude, you're bald, you know? So like you yeah. got to take advice from people who've done, who've done it, who've yes. done it. That's very important. Yes. Yeah, you never take advice from people you wouldn't trade places with, at least in that vertical, that specific vertical, right? 100%, 100%, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, so talk to me about uh, post-college then. Where, was it what, like, because it sounds like really you were just willing to do whatever it took to get successful and probably the narrative that was spoken to you at the time was you have to go to college in order to be successful. Yep. So wh- how, how long did it take you to get out of that narrative? Like, were you like, hey, let's go get, let, let me go get a good job at a good firm and make sure that it's steady or were you, it was pretty much just like straight into entrepreneurship for you? Yeah. So it's funny. So I, you know, was personal training. I've always loved helping people, always loved training, always into fitness. And I was very, very successful as personal trainer. But the problem is trainers and doctors are no different. A doctor without patients is unemployed and a trainer without clients is unemployed. Hmm. And I used to always say to myself, how can I make money when I'm not working? So I literally, Travis, I left that job of training, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to take a job of 35 grand. Because that's what you're, you're supposed to do. So here I am now. I'm living with the people in the world. And this is an actual stat that 85% of people drive to work every day committing spiritual suicide. They hate their job. They stare at the clock all day. It's another stat. 
that three to four hours per day is spent on non-work-related tasks. And I said, I can never live this life. So, I'll, you know, I'm all about positivity, right? I take negative signs, I slice them down the center, make them a positive. And I said, you know what? Let me go back into fitness. That's where my passion is. And when you love what you do, I know everyone says this, but it's the truth. When you love what you do, no one could touch you. And I just, you know, went back to training. And one day, one of my clients came in late and said, Josh, I wish you can come to my house. I just don't have any equipment. And that was like, wow, this is like this most simple idea. No one's ever professionalized it. No one's ever franchised it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was the day I started Gym Guys. And here we are today. We are disrupting the entire fitness industry. And uh, we're just getting started. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. So talk to me about those first few clients that you brought on. Was it difficult? Like, you know, you had one client that was like, hey, I would love for you to do this. Okay, boom, we have a customer. How long before customer two walks in the door or before you go get customer two? Believe it or not, that wasn't even my first customer. She was my second customer. My first customer was some was someone else, and I actually went out. My first customer was this guy Brett. I'll never forget. Went out during a blizzard, literally during a blizzard. I left my house three hours early just to get there, which is normally about a seventeen minute ride, probably. And um, honestly, in two weeks, my my business was booming. Two weeks. So what wow. I did was um, I saved up about fifteen thousand dollars. And I spent every single, literally every single penny, but I left just enough money for two weeks. I had two weeks to make it work. I was going to die. See, I like to like, I play entrepreneurship like a game, Hmm. you know, like I always like to, you know, I always like the Mario Brothers song. You know, the the great (laughs) thing about entrepreneurship is just like if you're playing and I'm not, I'm not a gamer, but I used to love that game back in the day. But yeah. You know, at some point, like you might die mid mid level, and you start from mid level, and right. sometimes you just have to go back to the beginning. 
well, I'm trying to save the princess. And, you know, I made it halfway through. So I already knew what I had to do because now I'm going to fight uh, Dracula. Right. And I yeah. ran, I tried to run um, over him first, jump over him. And I went right into the lava. Are you yeah. feeling me? You know what yeah, I'm talking right. about? Yep. Nope. So the second We're on time, the same page, bro. Yeah. So, 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 so the second time I went right under him and I won. That's just like entrepreneurship because sometimes you might have to take a couple steps back and sometimes you won't, but I play to win and you're going to die a lot. You are going to die a lot. And if yeah. you think you're not going to experience pain and problems, you are so wrong. Yeah. But I play it like that. So for me, I live like, like tomorrow's my last day. I actually, true story. When I started my business, I asked the bank if I could have another bank account. Okay. Um, with no minimum in it. Um, and this is the way I think, like I like to create an alter ego in my mind. And, um, that's why I say the mind is very powerful. I have an account literally has a dollar in it. It's had a dollar in it since 2008. And every day I haven't missed a day in literally, uh, now what almost 13 years, I haven't missed one day where I stare at that account and actually believe in my mind. Like I really believe that I only have a dollar. So I got to be that hungry every single day. Cause the minute, mm. the minute you take your foot off the gas, yeah. you're done. Yeah. And that's the thing I was, you know, I was just, it's so funny. I was just having this conversation uh, right before this with another, with another uh, guest on the show. And we we're talking about how society and culture always pushes you to seek comfort. And that's what, and that's what the whole school system and college and all that stuff is built for. It's yep. built for you to have the most comfortable path that you possibly can have to seek out the easiest path possible. And, and that's just, not a realistic expectation of what life has. Like that's not a realistic expectation of what life brings to you. Even if you go the quote unquote safe route, we're seeing, we're seeing that affect people right now. Like it's a horrible situation what's happening in the world today, but, Bible. but it, it, it proves that even on the quote unquote safe route, you're not safe. Like you have to be the one that takes control. You have to be the one that takes responsibility and says like, this is what I'm going to get out of my life. And you can't expect society and the government and everybody else to hand you that safe route and that safe path because it's just, it's just an unrealistic thing. It's just expectations that will never be met and will always only make you less happy and less fulfilled with your own life. So you're hundred percent right, man. You're hundred percent right. I always say you got to be uncomfortable in order to get comfortable. Yes. Always. Yep. So, okay. So talk to me then about when you realized that this was going to be a lot bigger than, you know, just you sitting at a dining room table, helping out a few, a handful of fitness clients. Mm -hmm. So, um, one thing that I'm, that I talk about in my book is you need to take a blank canvas and in your mind, take out that, that imaginary paintbrush and paint exactly what you see. And you stick with that and you obsess over that and you go out there and you get it. And that was what I did from day one. I literally knew exactly everything that was going to happen, how it's going to happen. And I, I, I just believe that when everyone made fun of me and laughed and, you know, right now what's going on in the world. Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. But for us, we've, we've pivoted and honestly, it's, it's benefiting us in many ways because at the end of the day, you know, look, gyms are closed now you know, which yeah. is really unfortunate. I personally actually work out in the gym myself, which is killing me. So I've had to adapt myself, but you know, people are not going to jump back right away. And you know, we're going to be the solution. It's very simple. But for me, at the end of the day, you know, I'm always about understanding that you're going to have a lot of moments. And, and, and right now the world is really testing a lot of people because this is a real positive thing 
in, in, in a way, and I like to always look at the positive, like, sure. you know, how is this happening, you know, for me? Like, how is it going to benefit me? Like, what's, and, and really the positive here is that, you know, let's say you're a business owner right now. Yes, it's, it's horrible. It's challenging. But let me tell you something. Excuses aren't going to make anything different. Yep. Okay. Complaining, crying is not going to do anything. But how do you think it's going to be next time someone walks in on Monday morning, doesn't even give two weeks notice and just quits on you? You think it's going to be as bad as what's going on right now? You're going to go like this. Whew, next. Yeah, right. Making you tougher. But people don't look at it like that. Yes, I'm losing my mind too. My routine's been flipped upside down. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like so crazy into my routine, you have no idea. But sometimes you got to be a little uncomfortable. And yeah. this is not going to last forever, but that's why it's extremely important. Like using this time right now to find a positive because sitting around is not going to do anything for you. Adapt. Adapt. Yes. Action. Adapt. Yes. Action. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. Like, so, okay. So coming into the, um, the, the, the plan that you had built out, right? So you said that you always had this idea and you mapped it out from the beginning and that's, that's what's ended up happening. It's because you've put in the effort and you've put in the work to make it happen. What are a couple of things along the way that were maybe obstacles, things that you didn't foresee coming up where maybe one of these mistakes that, you, that you're saying that you made that you're talking about earlier? Um, what, what were a couple of those and how did you learn and adapt? Yeah, good question. I, you know, trusting some people, some people I trusted, which I shouldn't have. Um, and uh, I've been screwed many times, you know, rushing with certain things and not looking things over and printing like 5,000 copies. And literally I couldn't use any of them and I had to redo them. Mm. Um, you know, not, you know, setting up, you know, the right structure and making sure cash was available. And literally for like, I suffered for probably nine years, yeah, maybe eight years, eight years. How am I going to make payroll? Literally mm. every single pay period. Wow. Every pay period. Every. And that's why I love um the book Shoe Dog. I don't know if you've read it, but if you haven't, I implore it's you to nice. read it. Yeah, it's a great it's the greatest book in the world. Um that that's entrepreneurship. That man's lived more than half his life in debt. But mm. you gotta be willing to go all in. All in. Yeah. All in. Yeah. It's different it's a different type of person that's able to do that, right? Like most people will just buckle under the pressure and just go back to doing something different because they can't handle it. What, what are sure. some ways that you've been able to mentally fortify yourself? Yep. So I always like to say you, I do things that other people won't do because I'm going to have things other people won't have. And I am, I am probably, I am probably the craziest person you're ever going to meet. And I know for a <laughs> fact, you've never had anyone like me with passion or energy like this on your, on your, on your podcast. I don't drink coffee. I'm up every day. I do a lot of crazy things. So number one, I'm a ritual guy. All right. I do my ice baths like every day, no matter what, 31 degrees in the winter, dead winter. I'll stand outside in my boxers for 20 minutes freezing before I jump in. Sometimes I do my cardio. I duct tape my mouth. I only breathe out of my nose. I put myself in such uncomfortable places, which is also great for my body, but I do it for a reason. If you're going to run a mile, I'm going to run too. You're going to do 10 pushups. I do 20. Someone a couple of weeks ago, obviously before the gyms closed, got to the gym before me. I'm always the first one. The next day I was 20 minutes early to make sure I was the first one. And those little things are what sets you apart. But you have to be mentally strong. And that's why I do a lot of these uncomfortable things because it builds up my mental capacity. And honestly, I've, I've learned over the years how to deal with pain. Like, you know, when you get bad news, you get that anxiety feeling. Yeah. I've become numb to that because I've trained myself just like you got to train yourself, you know, when you're a little kid to be potty trained and how yeah, to walk right. and you got to look at your mind literally from like, I'd say around the high school years, look at your mind as a baby 
mm. and how you can start training it. Because when you're very young, it's not going to apply because you're just, you know, you might be different. You might have, you know, some qualities that others don't. That's great, but you still have to train your mindset. And I'm a normal human being. I, I get self-doubt talk all the time in my head. And what do I do? I think about donuts and pizza. Yeah. I love donuts and pizza and it makes me smile and it makes me happy and it distracts my mind. There are little things that you could do like that. And that's why I've also created that alter ego. You know, I, I truly believe, I truly believe I'm the baddest person in this world. Yeah. Truly believe that. I don't care what anyone's got to think. I believe that you have to believe that as well. And when yeah. you start thinking like that and believing that, you become that. Sure. Yeah. What your perception is your reality, regardless of if it's true or not. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. So how important, and this being the Build Your Network podcast, I like to talk about relationships and, and, and uh, connections and things like that, which I know is something that you're really big on as well. How important is it to control the environment that you're in? How, how important is it to, to control the people that you hang out with? Very important. Listen, I, I like to always say eagles fly alone. Um, I don't really have many friends, to be honest with you. I have lots of acquaintances mm -hmm. um, in the business world. I'm, I'm connected with almost everybody. I am very connected and have a lot of friends on that, on that side, not friends that I'm hanging out, right, coming sure. over to my house every weekend, but relationships are everything everything. And if you don't network and you don't have the right relationships, you're never going to open up the right doors. And sometimes getting those relationships could be extremely painful and very hard to do, but you just never quit yeah. ever. I never quit ever. Like ever, like I never, ever quit. And that's it, the number one key. Is there anyone that you look at in your network specifically that you've looked to for, you know, maybe advice or a positive word here and there or anything like that, like a mentor, a relationship that you've had that's, that's like uh -oh. near and dear to you? hundred percent. Listen, I, I've been mentored by six people alone that run multi-billion dollar companies. And in the early years of franchising, I went after these people. And um, the crazy thing is like now, some of these people who I've idolized call and ask me for advice. Hmm. You know how flattering yeah. that is? Like, I can't even tell you the way that, like, I literally have some of these people, I don't want to put their names out there because I don't know if they would like that, but they call me and ask me what I think. Yeah. That's what's crazy. So when, when your fans become your followers, yeah. that's pretty powerful. Your mentors but, become your peers, yeah. Exactly, but you have to go out there and get it. Yeah. I, I emailed a guy, no joke, once um, – I got to double check. I wrote it down, but I think it was almost like 216 or 17 times. Hmm. And on the 217 time, I sent this crazy email and it worked and he responded to me. It took me 217 attempts. Yeah. Literally that, that, that's like crazy, but you also have to know how to do it. And you know, I was just on Gary V's podcast and um, Gary and I now became very connected. And we were talking about this because first of all, you can never stop winners from winning number one, but how can you do it without scaring people and coming across like you're a stalker? Yeah. And right. that's obviously a huge gotta, difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be very strategic, you know, and, and some people go overboard. You can't go overboard. It's gotta be very, very precise. Yeah. I call it, uh, I say there's a difference between pushy persistence and professional persistence. One of them gets you results and one of them gets you blacklisted and blocked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, and also Travis to understand something, you know, a lot, a lot of the times this is like very, you know, selfish. It's for you. It's very self-serving. So sure. how, how are you smart enough to be able to provide value to that person? And you don't yes. come across that way because you know, like I could be asking you for a favor but I would never ask you for a favor before I knew you or before I connected with you. But now we have a connection. It could be very different, vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It's leading with value, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mastering that value add for sure. So what are uh, a few things then that people, someone listening to this right now, that's like, bro, I'm totally on board with you. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a really competitive person. You know, I got that drive. I got that, you know, I got that same, you know, 
bug. I got that same thing inside of me, but I'm just not sure what I want to do. Like in terms of, you know, like you found your, your, your passion really early and it was fitness. What if somebody's listening to this and they're like, man, I have all of those characteristics, but I just don't like, I don't have a direction to kind of like push that in. How, how, what would be your advice to somebody like that? What do you love to do? What do you love to do? Do you love playing video games? Do you love painting art? Do you love t taking walks every day with dough? I don't know. What do you love? You got to really follow what you love. Everyone loves something and you can make money at everything, but you have to, you know, even if, even if you're creating something new, look, I took something that never created, that was never created. I created a new category yeah. and now you got people that are popping up trying to copy. They're never going to catch us ever. Yeah. But, and that's why I got this picture right here. I got this picture years ago. I love this picture. It's a picture of the secretariat. Yeah. And you see everyone so far behind him because no one's ever, ever going to catch me. But you have to follow your passion because when you love what you do and you're obsessed with it and you live it every second, I work 19 hours, sometimes 20 hours a day. There's days I don't even sleep and I love it. Hmm. I love it. Yeah. So definitely, definitely on the board of like, follow, follow the thing that you love to do. And eventually like you'll figure out how to make money doing it. 100%. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, you said earlier, you mentioned that you have a book. Tell, tell me about the book, the name of the book, where can we get it? And then also top two or three lessons you want people to take away from that. Yeah. My book is called Fuel, What It Takes to Survive as an Entrepreneur. Very short read. I just put it together a little bit of the story of how I started. And it's really like what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what it takes to survive and the little things. And I just put a lot of little stories in there. Like I once got a flat tire and the most important thing is always going to be your customer, right? And I had to get to my client's house and I had like, I think it was like 12, 13 minutes to get there. I left my van on the side of the road and ran there, ran there. And it was in a mid, during a snowstorm and it was icy out, but I'm always prepared and I always stink. I had these things and um, give them a little plug here. It's called Yak Tracks and they're fantastic. And you put them on your feet and they have like little, uh, you know, on the rubbers, like little metal wires that go around them so you won't slip. And I literally ran there and I'll never forget. I get to the woman's door. Her name was Mary. And Mary was like, um, Josh, where's the van? And why are you, why are you so, why are you sweaty? And why are you huffing and puffing? I said, Mary, the van had a flat, you know, it broke down down there. I couldn't fix the tire at the time. Very important for me. And she literally to this day has referred people and brought that story up of the commitment of how committed we are as an organization. And it's those little things that count. And I, I do, I, you know, and, and I touched on a lot of that in my book because it's very important, but you know, just the stories of the drive and, and how you have to be willing to like really get knocked down as many times as possible and just get back up because, you know, it's like, I see a lot of kids nowadays that are out there and they want to be a motivational speaker yeah. and that's great. But how are you a motivational speaker and you have nothing to back it up? Like sure. you've done nothing. You have nothing behind you. You, you know, people aren't going to respect you. It, this is a process. And the biggest thing I talk about is patience. People expect things to happen overnight. I've been doing this 12 years. You have to really, you know, put time in and, and be patient. And, and it, take, it really, I, I believe it takes about a literally a decade or more to really become successful. Yeah. I love that, man. Love that. So talk to me about skill sets really quickly before we sign off here. What are the top, let's say three most important skills that every entrepreneur, regardless of industry needs to master? Energy is number one. Okay. And that ties in with confidence. So I'm going to really say energy and confidence, because if you don't believe in your own product and you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. And I always say, you got to act like the doctor and prescribe. Because if you go to the doctor and he's like, oh, Travis, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Here's three options. Pick which one you want. Maybe one will get you better. You're going to be like, what? And you're going to walk out, right? So that's number one. Number two, you really have to be patient. You have to have patience. You have to have that skill set. 
Mm. Because, it, look, I am not patient at all. But when it comes to business, I know I have to have patience. But yeah. I want things done yesterday. Like, I don't wait for anything. I, I get things done right away. But that's very important in business. Sure. And the last one is you got to be absolutely nonstop resilient, no matter what. Never quit. Never take no for an answer. And just have that drive. This is really the secret. Because there's, there's no secret. Yeah. It's just most people, well, 99% of people fold like cheap chairs. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. It just won't stick in it long enough. Just weak. And when someone tells me, oh, I tried it one time, it didn't work. What? <laughs> you tried it one time and it didn't work? Try it yeah. 75 times. Try yeah. it 100 times. You got to believe in it bad enough. And that's why I go back to the beginning with the energy and confidence because when you keep getting knocked down, it's very discouraging. When I started this, I saw the vision of the future, and I and, and obviously all these things have are, have really started to unfold. And now, if you see how the future is going, brick and mortar is not going to be as big as it, as it was. So yes, I was right. But think about how many people over the years you are stupid. Why why don't you open up a location and let them come to you? And I used to always think on my mind that's the that's the worst thing ever. Why would I want all those expenses and all that overhead and have lower profit margins? You got to believe enough in you. And when you yeah. have those three qualities, four qualities, you will continue to win. Absolutely, bro. Love it. Thanks so much for jumping on the show today, man. I got to ask you this question because it's the one that I ask every single guest that comes on the show. Sure. Um, this is Build Your Network podcast. So I'm curious to hear what your uh, answer to this question is. Do you believe, Josh, that it's who you know or what you know? Which of those two is more important and why? So I believe it's who you know. Okay. I believe it's who you know, because um, kind of what you know comes a little bit kind of before that, because obviously you learn, but you, you have to be connected and build relationships if you want to move the needle. It's very okay. simple. And I've done a very great job because that's what I'm good at. That's my skill set. I make things happen of connecting with the, with the best. Like literally, I'm connected with the best entrepreneurs in the world, the, like, the, like the best. But then when you know these people, then it becomes what you know. Cause you know, it's yes. like kind of like a, it's kind of like a sandwich, get you, right? Get your foot in the door. Yeah. Yes. It's like a sandwich, right? So you, you know what you know here, but then to really get over that hill, you got to obviously, you know, find the people who obviously are the connected people. Then you could be able to take a sponge and just soak it up with what they know. And then you become on the next side and you sandwich it together. That's yeah. kind of how it's got to work. Awesome, bro. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate you for coming on the show today, man. Um, what's the best way for a listener to get in touch with you? How can, how can we connect with you more? Absolutely. I appreciate you having me, Travis. Love, really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Josh York GG, my LinkedIn, Josh York. Just Google me. I'll pop up Josh York. Um, it's going to say extremely handsome individual. Um, you know, <laughs> this is but, all uh, indexed yeah. on Google. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you could just, you could find me on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Those are probably two of my, my two most uh, highest platforms that I'm on a lot. Perfect. So go check out Josh on Instagram or LinkedIn, whichever platform you like to connect on the best. Tell him what's up. Tell him thank you for his time today that you heard about him here on the show. Josh, thanks so much for coming on, man. Seriously, I had a uh, fantastic time chatting with you. Oh, I appreciate it, Travis. Thank you very much, bud. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls. There's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byninnercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. We'll see you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.